When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome in. Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. We are here in our West Loop studios on a massive day for CHGO Sports. We'll tell you all about it here in a moment, but the Hawks win 4-1 to in Philadelphia. It is the first time the Hawks have won a game in Philadelphia since January of 1996, where the final score was? 4-1. Four 4-1. To one. Four to four one. One. Goals by Gary Suter, Murray Craven, Eric Daze, and Tony Amante yeah. in that one. Like like Ben Pope uh, tweeted, Philip Kershev is essentially Tony Amante. Same. Let's, let's, I'll take it. Let's just hope that he, uh, you know, doesn't take retirement as, as heavily as Oof. Tony Amante does. Oh, it looks yeah. like uh, Brett Hole ate Tony Amani if you saw him recently. <laughs> By the way, it was November, not January. November 6th, 1996. I uh, I tweeted that out in my pregame thread and had, of course, to be reminded by dozens of people that, hey, we won a couple of Stanley Cup final games. There, Yes, I know. That's, that's, not, that's, what why the, that's not what the stat season. is. And yes, uh. as a guy who was a Hawks blogger in 2010 and a Hawks fan, I am aware that they won a couple of games in June of 2010 there. So yeah, I remember that. But now we never have to bring up that stat ever again. Thank God. It, yeah, it's it, gone. Wait, wasn't it just the one? They won two games there, didn't they? No. Yeah, just the one. Just the one. Yeah. Just the one. Just the important the one. The only one they needed to win. Yeah. Just the important one. Anyway, screw the Flyers. Uh, welcome, yes. in. We're glad you're here with us. Make sure you smash that like button if you're watching on YouTube. And, of course, make sure you're subscribed. If you're listening on the podcast, you need to subscribe there or follow, depending on, you know, where you listen, however they define it. It's the same thing, you know. Just make sure you're following it. All right. Big news for the company today. You may notice some very subtle Goose Island branding around us today. Did something uh, happen? <laughs> we have officially announced a partnership with legendary Chicago beer company Goose Island. We cannot be more excited about this. And uh, a couple weeks ago, we all as a team Goes got to hit up the Goose Island uh, brewery and check it out and film uh, a little bit of video. So we're going to share that with you all right now. It's really cool, wonderfully produced. I think you guys are going to enjoy this video. Check this out. Yo. Hey, you want to grab a beer? Yeah. You want to watch the game? Yeah. Usual spot? For sure. All right. I'm on my way. Peace.
Yeah, this hey. is very exciting for us. This is huge. A lot of fun. We're really happy to have uh, Goose Allen as part of the family, and to be partner with them is absolutely wonderful. I'm celebrating with my uh, Blackhawks Pale Ale right here. Mario's got the three one two, and Greg's making sure that the cases don't fall down mid show. That's that's his that's duty. My job. I'm waiting for the Goose Island NA. When that comes out, I'll be all over it. Mm-hmm. All right, we know you will be. And the other the, bit of news we have for you, we've been teasing it for about two weeks it. now, but it's official. The CHGO Blackhawks takeover is happening Friday, February 10th. Tickets are available right now. Go to allchgo.com for information on how to purchase tickets. We're going to have our links tweeted out soon from the CHGO Sports and CHGO Blackhawks account. It's going to be an awesome time. Not only are you going to get to go to the game, Mm -hmm. you're also going to be able to hang out with us at the Goose Island Bar at the United Center. You're going to get a free drink and a brand new CHGO t-shirt design. Yeah. Um, That is also available in a CHGO locker right now if you want to purchase that shirt design. It also comes in a crew neck sweatshirt. You're going to want to go to allchgo.com. Check out how to buy tickets. Remember, diehards always save on chgo events and this is no exception a significant savings if you buy your tickets as a diehard so make sure if you are a diehard when you go to allchgo.com you go to the top there you see the diehard tab and it will have a diehard events tab right there and then you click down from there and it will connect you to the uh, proper link so make sure you do that make sure you join us february 10th i know that people say this all the time that Tickets are limited, and you want to act fast. We're not lying. Yeah, no. Tickets are limited. Mm-hmm. They're no. roping off a section of the bar for us. If you want to go to this, don't stay on the fence too long. You're going to want to jump in and buy these tickets. So you can join now. us on the tent. Get uh, you get a your your price, your low price, your even lower price if you're a diehard. Gets yep. you a ticket to the game. Gets you that awesome retro T-shirt. Uh, and I believe gets you one free adult beverage at the Goose Island Pub at the United Center. And uh, you get to watch a game with your fellow CHGO listeners and the three of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe I'll be on press box duty that night, but Jay and Mario will keep you guys company. Jay said he'll run to the press box and get you guys uh, gummy bears yeah. in between first and second period. So uh, <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a cup of soup. We'll yeah, see. yeah I'll, I'll just, like, <laughs> just hold flick, it in his hand. I'll just know? flick soup. That's the nice part about being in the front row of the press box. I can flick soup down on people. <laughs> Here, I have some tomato bisque. Yeah. Oh, you can't waste the tomato bit. Have some minestrone. Uh, Just whip it. Our, our guy Charlie, the baking guy, says he wants that shirt. I'm going going to the game with on season tickets. Uh, you can buy that shirt. It is available in the CHGO locker. You can yep. get it either a t-shirt or a crew neck sweatshirt. And if you're a diehard, you're going to get a discount on that too. Read between the lines. Become a diehard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now or never. Yeah. Look, if, if you're it, a Blackhawks per <laughs> fan, now is the time to do it. You're going to save Perfect a good chunk of change. You're essentially going to get that shirt for free yeah. if, you, if you're a diehard. Uh, and get, so you get a game ticket, that awesome T-shirt, a free beer, and you know, you get to see the Coyotes. Yeah. And those, they're the awesome uniforms. The tank over. The takeover. The there you go. Yeah. Chgolocker.com for everyone interested. Yes, yes absolutely. definitely. Yeah. So jump on. Uh, all right, let's get to the game. Hawks win four to one. Awesome. And do we design. need to do our preamble again that we did after the last win? Sure. Uh, we are we are not here to talk <laughs> you off the ledge. Um, this is still one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, they are the team primed most to get worse at the trade deadline out of all the teams that are in the tank standings. So uh, let's 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 all just enjoy a game that we don't have to, uh, you know, talk about Peter Morazic giving up four goals on five shots or Jonathan Taze looking disinterested or anything like that. Like yeah. let's 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 enjoy some some times where we can be lighter we can be happy we can say hey yeah. look a good effort was put in and we we preempted this uh over the last two days uh we were suspending our tank expectations for this game against yes. the flyers just, and the flyers deserved a beating and yeah God and bless the blackhawks take they it. gave it to them the blackhawks did what they needed to do so yes uh good on good on the blackhawks and also if tankathon has told us anything it is that you do not want the number one overall pick. That's how you pick you want the number <laughs> yeah. five pick, so you yes. can jump up to number one every time. It's so it's gonna uh, be okay. There are twenty one games yes. after March third. We'll be fine. Yeah. Let's so not. Let's just not what, do this. 40, after 40 more no. this season. Thirty nine yeah. more. They're on this pace season? for fifty something points, which at the beginning of the year you would have been like, "Yeah, let's do that." That's exactly what they need to yep. do. It's yeah. gonna be okay. It will be okay. So All this right. is the thirteenth win of the season. It is uh, January nineteenth. Uh, we are forty two <laughs> games now into the season. These are pretty far, few and far between. So let's enjoy this. This was a pretty solid effort, start to finish for the Hawks, and uh, I not a lot of complaints. There were a few moments that uh, there was Ian Mitchell sort of fumbling and falling down at the blue line that led to a series of Caleb Jones saves, yeah. which I know we're going to get to. <laughs> but Jones it was nice to see the Johnsons apply themselves so firmly to the foreheads of the Flyers in this game. <laughs> uh, they really deserved it. Uh, Reese Johnson scoring a goal. On the Colin Blackwelliest assist of all yes, Colin Blackwell yes. assists. Blackwellian, I believe. He is very Blackwellian falling game down tonight. and tripping on his skates and uh, somehow puts a perfect pass right on a stick to Reese Johnson, who scores. Uh, it was a fun game to watch. Mm-hmm. And look, like I said, these happen so rarely. Let's enjoy them. Let's enjoy them now and again. One win out of every four games is nothing to freak out about. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, let's let's take the one now. I know it's five wins out of the last six, but you know you you pair that with winning what was it two in a twenty three game stretch yeah. something like that during December yeah. and January like this was their first road win since December third like listen you can't go zero and eighty two and right. if you do your draft odds are the exact same as if you get the number one overall or if you have the worst record by just one point in the standings it's the same odds. So you can't go 0-82. You're going to win a couple of games. Why not make it tonight? Why not make it tonight against the Flyers? Why not put in an, an, an effort where, you know, you see, we were talking about it during the game. You know, Ian Mitchell had over 16 minutes of ice time, which was uh, at the time that you pointed it out. Uh, I think it was both, well, both of you guys were talking about it. But um, at the time that you guys were talking about it, they had, he had more ice time than Patrick Kane and Jonathan Tays. Like, you know, you, your your third and fourth lines were were carrying you tonight, and that was that was something that you know we we haven't seen a lot this season. Um, so I, I you know I, I, I commend it. It was it was, a, it was a great effort after the the uh, shit show that was the Seattle loss. They've come back with two impressive efforts. And Peter Mrazek's been really good the last two games. Yes, he His has best back to back starts since he's been here by far. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to see, you know, he's, he's had a really bad year. 
that's not even sugarcoat. He's been bad. He's been, yeah. Uh, and he deserves some success because we see him every day. He works hard. He, he He's not trying to be bad. Yep, first guy uh, on the ice every day. Yeah, he's, he's a, and he's a, he's a good guy. He's always willing to talk. He's always willing to, you know, stick around for media. So, you know, it's good to see him get rewarded. He, he played very well tonight. Um, did he get a star of the game? Did we get that? He did. Marazic, he did. He did. All right, all right. The three stars of the game, Marazic, uh Reese Johnson, and Morgan Frost. Like Morgan Frost, yeah, he's a good player. Nice little player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good yeah, old frosty was... mug for your three one two. <laughs> the Flyers want Andreas Athanasiu. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it, it was it was uh, your your point is so good, Mario. Where after that Seattle loss, that was so bad and mm-hmm. so ugly and so humiliating, to bounce back with two nice wins against well Buffalo is decent. The Flyers are bad. But still, like the Flyers have were one eight out of ten. Coming yeah, you're right. Yeah, they, they, they've they, been playing they've much turned better. It, turned they it around. They're only four points out of a wild card spot coming into tonight. So yeah. I wouldn't I call s- them bad. Ah, uh, they're still bad. Mediocre. They're hot, but they're bad. I I will I will <laughs> die on the hill that the Flyers are bad. Um, but <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'll let you have it. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> yeah, I'll f them anyway. Um, In the but, year, but yeah, the, the, there's so many. Look, if this was coached by the last coach, this team. They're, they'd lose 10 in a row after Seattle lost. Sure. There's no yeah. bouncing back, and I think we talked about this a little bit last game, but Luke Richardson's level head after that Seattle loss where he slept on it and then said, we're going to just burn the tape, never talk of this again, yeah. and let's go out and practice hard, that was a masterful job. I've got some criticisms tonight for Luke Richardson, which we'll get to later on, but sure. though that's the sort of loss that can, and I know the goal is to have the season sunk, but really, it can sink the culture of a team. It can sink the heart of a team. And this team has bounced back with two wins. If I said to you guys, after that Seattle game, all right, next three games, what's the record going to be? I don't think anyone would say two I, wins. I would think they're probably not going to win until after the bye week. Yeah, it, it yeah. was. It could have been really, really ugly. So props to them for uh, showing their pride. Props to Luke Richardson for handling it correctly. And uh, an impressive, nice two games back after a humiliating loss. Well, I mean... It's 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 funny. You look at the we say the response to the Seattle loss. Their response came right after that first period. Because true the, yep. the the in in the second and third period from that Seattle loss, they outscored Seattle four to two, and then they beat Buffalo four three. They beat Philadelphia tonight four one. So basically, outside of that period, they're outscoring opponents. Quick math is twelve to six. So that's, hey, that's double. That's double, and that's you know. That's a good thing. And, 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 yeah, I think talking about the the kind of culture setting that I think Luke Richardson uh, is doing this season, uh, you know, a, lo- a, a lot of people will, on the flip side of that, say, well, yeah, but none of these guys who are here now are going to be here when the, when the team is, is good again, when that culture needs to be there. Yeah, but it has to start somewhere. And you don't want it to start – you don't start building you culture don't, once you get talent. Yeah, you don't say, oh, okay, now now we have Connor Bedard, and here's Kevin Korchinski and Ethan Del Mastro and Frank Nazar. Now let's make our culture. Let's like, be no, a really low-character team until those guys Yeah, you, you, you have to be able to, to set the tone early. And uh, I wrote about it a few days ago, and you can still check it out at allchgo.com. The carryover of the players from this mm-hmm. roster to next year, there will be some the next year to the next year, the next year to the next year, that culture carries over. And there's enough veterans on this roster that will carry over to next to the next roster. And then once the team is ready to be competitive again, that culture will have been set. Luke Richardson's meshes will have been 
hopefully uh, cemented into the team because he was brought in to be a coach to get this team through this rebuilding process and also be here and be a coach for when they're competitive again. So it's not like you're, you're bringing in a guy who's a placeholder and you in one ear out the other. You're listening to this guy, mm-hmm. and and I think the the response that we've seen since that first intermission against Seattle is, you know, uh, an indication that this team is is bought into Richardson. You know, is, is going to respond to him absolutely. And and it wasn't that long ago that we had people in the chat and people on Twitter saying, I don't think Luke Richardson's the right coach for for this this whole thing. Look at if Luke Richardson can get wins in five out of six games with this roster in the dog days of January when they went like two and twenty-one the previous twenty-three. He can get five out of six with this roster. What's he going to do when there's like some yeah. real talent here? This yeah. is very, uh, you know, it's making me feel very optimistic for the future of Luke Richardson. This team has not quit on him. They had that one awful period against Seattle, and then since then have played probably their best eight consecutive periods of the season. Yeah, and that's on like this was if you didn't sorry to interrupt you, Greg, but like watching this game, it felt like a normal game, like Mm -hmm. a normal NHL game you'd put on like in the middle of the week with two teams like kind of middle of the pack, like playing back and forth, good scoring chances. Most Hawks games this year have looked kind of like ass. You know, even if they're trying hard, you're like, oh, God. Yeah. You know, like, it's just not good. It's not crisp. They've played some sharp hockey, and maybe part of that is, hey, we got this bye week coming up. Let's finish strong and heading that thing feeling good, right? Mm -hmm. They're getting seven days off coming up. I don't know what it is, but you've got to give credit to Luke for this because I I just, you know, this is my first time covering this team full-time as, like, my actual job instead of a hobby, and – but I've, I've seen coaches from this team. I, I became a really big fan, like, the mid-'90s. And I've never seen a coach like Luke Richardson and the way he explains things in his demeanor and his reaction. And, in, like, he's so level all the time. He's never too high, never too low. There's never a flying off the handle. Q was like that, too, to an extent. But when Q is pissed, you knew it. Yeah. Right? We need more. We're looking for more real short answers, kind of testy after the game. And look, when expectations come to right. this franchise, that probably will and probably should change. Yeah, with Luke, it's, but it, it's easy to like not be upset about a loss that everybody's happy you lost. Yeah, <laughs> but if you if someone like John Tortorella, God forbid, was coaching this team, it'd be a nuclear meltdown every night, and this team will have would have quit two months ago. Mm-hmm. And for him to have a team still playing this hard, win or lose, that's a testament to him. And I think his assistants deserve some credit too. Derek King is there as kind of like the the good cop, like keep things jovial, keep guys laughing. Uh, Kevin Dean and Derek Plant have tons of experience playing and coaching. I think that Davidson has done a really nice job of putting a, a staff together that complements you know, each other very well. You've got a little bit of everything with with your coaching staff here, and I can't wait to see what they do when they have the talent. Because we've heard it from people before. Imagine what this coach could do with DeBrinket and Strom and Kublik and Doc and a little bit more talent, right? If he if he was the head coach starting last year, how differently could last year have gone? We don't know, but it certainly would have been better. Yeah, It certainly would have been better because it was a f- effing circus yeah. for the first month. 
at least month plus. No, yeah, it, it's very yeah. it's encouraging. It would have it would have made it a, a huge difference because, you know, we saw how quickly at the beginning of last season when things did not go well from the beginning, how quickly the the body language was checked out of most players on that team. And I, I think with a guy like Luke Richardson, it probably doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think his his demeanor is it fits this team well. I think it's something that, you know, the, the veterans respect. I think it's something that the young players, because look, like Luke Richardson had a extensive NHL career, you know, over 1400 NHL games. And he played eighties, nineties, early, you know, two thousands up to, I think 2009 was his last season. Like he played a long time and saw a lot of changes in the game as a player. Yeah, and, and I definitely. think that, I think that helps him as a coach understand, you know, how how the evolution of a player and how the league, uh, you know, how how you how you coach a player, how that changes over time. And I think he's taken that into account. And you know, he's coached at the AHL level. He's been an NHL assistant before this, so I think he's had a lot of experience. And I think he brings that to the modern game, the modern player, where you can't coach a player today like you did in the 80s. John Tortorella does, but he's the only one. Uh, and Luke Richardson, I think, can can connect to the veterans, connect to the young guys. I think he just has that ability. We've seen it so far this season that you he knows the right buttons to push. And I think it's he's just going to get more experience doing that as a head coach. And it's going to it's going to really translate over time. And then, yeah, when this team has the talent to compete, I'm 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 waiting for it, but I'm eagerly waiting for it. That said, hashtag fire Luke. Isaac Phillips needs to play every damn night. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's uh, no yeah. excuse for Isaac Phillips sitting. There's not. He, there's there's no indication of him struggling. There's no like, oh, he's getting mentally overloaded. Absolutely not. The kid is playing with supreme confidence. Yeah. We're gonna play some audio, actually some video from him from yesterday's practice here in a minute. But I know, and Lucas said this all year, you don't want guys sitting on the bench and getting rusty and not getting in games. Luke, you can play Mitchell and Phillips in the same game. You can play them together because they've played a lot of time together in Rockford. They're familiar with each other. They've been a pairing together. Thank you. It's okay to do that. It's okay to have two young guys playing on your defensive core at the same time because guess what? Jack Johnson is like statistically, analytically, the worst defenseman in hockey. He's got the shortest blue stick in hockey. Like, really? (laughs) And I like Jack Johnson. The other day, Luke went out of his way to praise him and say, here's some of the great stuff that Jack Johnson's bringing to our defensive core. And it's all valid, Mm. but I don't need to see 82 games or up to the deadline of 36-year-old Jack Johnson. It's not doing anything for me. And to a lesser extent, Caleb Jones, who had a really nice game tonight. Not Again, it's not about those two, but it's about you've got these two young kids here who are playing well. Let them play. Yep. There's no excuse for benching Isaac Phillips. I None. I agree 100%. Uh, you know, you rotate Caleb and Johnson in and out. Um, give Johnson a couple days off here. Um, you know, I, it, it is kind of surprising 
knock on wood, that's wood, right? Um, sawdust, yep. Yeah, it's close enough. Um, knock on wood, but Connor Murphy and Jake McCabe haven't missed any time yet. You know, especially with Jake McCabe, you know, coming off a of freaking spinal surgery. Broken yeah. freaking neck. And then and then Jack, uh, Connor Murphy, you know, he's, the way he plays, he's, he's usually misses a couple games here and there. Maybe they were depending on that for the way to sneak in extra guys, but... Yeah, Isaac Phillips should not be watching from a press box. He needs to play. We got a really good comment uh, from Dave in the chat. It says, sick, j- sick, I can talk. Sit Jack Johnson. I'm worried that when Tenorti comes back that the kids are totally out. I have that fear, too. Tenorti's going to play when he comes back. There's yeah. no doubt. Luke Richardson loves Jared Tenorti. If you want to start getting a jump on some trades, then maybe now is the time. Because, yeah. I, look, I... I'm, I've been very impressed with what Jared Tenorti has brought to the Hawks this year. As He's a, a freaking claim. warrior. He is eating nothing but soup and ensure right now because his <laughs> jaw is completely destroyed. The dude is a badass, but he's got no place on his team when they're good again or when they matter again. And you've got two young guys playing really, really well, one more than the other. Phillip's a little better than Mitchell, but still, if you give Mitchell a stretch of games together... Maybe he'll look as good as Isaac Phillips does. Why don't we play that uh, yeah. video right now, Stephen? This is from yesterday after we're, practice. We're, we jinxed uh, yeah, Isaac Really, Phillips. we did. Yeah. Uh, Greg and I just uh, kind of grabbed him after practice, and here's what he had to say. So uh, 10 games into your season this year, how have things been? How have you been feeling uh, recently? Um, good. I think I'm getting better every game. Like, I'm starting to feel more comfortable out there, like, just building my confidence in this league and, yeah, happy with how it's going. Talk about your confidence. You can't help but notice it twice. You tried it again last night. A little give and go right to the net, calm your puck. Does that just come with, you know, getting more experience with your teammates? Or? Yeah, I think so. I think, like, you get more, like, aware of how they play and stuff. And also myself, like, I think that's a part of my game, like, skating and joining the rush when when it's available, right? Like, not every time, but when it's there, that's a part of my game for sure. So definitely just, I wasn't doing it first game of the year, but um, definitely feel more comfortable with it. What are the coaches been saying about, uh, you know, your, your development and just how you've been playing this year? Um, yeah. Feedback? Uh, yeah, good feedback. I think they're happy with how it's going. Just like um, doing a lot of video, continuing to like kill plays in the corner, just being hard on that, um, like finishing checks and stuff like that. And then when like the skills available, like, they you know let you do your thing and uh, let let me skate with the puck. Lucas talked about this year with like the younger players when they first get back up to the NHL. It's like they want to defer to the NHL players, but he says no. You're here. You are an NHL player. Is that something that you've had to you know? get over with in your head a little bit to say hey I belong here I'm gonna do what I do yeah I think for me like the first couple games maybe I was moving it a little prematurely or I wasn't hanging on and, uh, as much as I like you should be but now I think you know I, I believe I'm I'm meant to be here and I am an NHL player so yeah I think that plays into it for sure how valuable is it for you to be in you know consecutive games as opposed to Play two, scratch one, play three, scratch one, getting a stretch, does that help? Yeah, I think it's huge, like getting a rhythm, especially like playing with the same partner. I played with Kale, whatever, three or four games in a row. It definitely helps. Like you can tell by the third or fourth game, like you're just making reads on breakouts a lot easier. And uh, yeah, it's a lot easier when you're getting in the rhythm. I like playing a lot of games and not practicing. So yeah, I like that for sure. 
There you have it, right from the uh, horse's mouth. There's Jay getting poor Isaac benched. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, damn. Don't talk to those guys. He just (laughs) talked about how valuable it is to play consecutive games. And uh, we do kind of have a curse in that locker room, though. You just got Isaac benched. You got two guys sent back. I got two guys sent down. <laughs> Mar- my bad. Mario. It seemed that every time Mario talked to somebody, he was gone like the next yeah. hour. <laughs> I, you know, I thought I was a good luck charm early on in the season. I talked to Athanasiu. Yeah, and he scored. And he scored the that night. And then I talked to him again a few day a few days later. And then he scored again. And I tried to do it a third time in a row. And then he didn't score. Um, but uh, but then yeah, talked to Philip Bruce down. Alec Regula down. <laughs> Mackenzie Entwistle, family gone. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just bad luck. It's that just bad luck. Before we showed up, though. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Jamie for doing my job. He said, "Can we get these likes up?" I'm sick of seeing all the other CHGO feeds first. That's fine. <laughs> just like the videos, please. We appreciate that very much. Yeah. We've also got a web poll going on right now. Uh, 69 votes appropriately. Perfect. Who's your nice. favorite Johnson? No more votes. Reese, Tyler, or Jack? Our Johnson Close poll the polls. has 69 <laughs> points. This is the most. The 13 year old in me can't perfect. stop snickering. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a it's it was a great night for for Reese and Tyler, and uh, you know, as as much as we say that we are pretty much ready to move on from Jack Johnson via trade or scratching him. Um, I, you have to commend him. Like he came in, he came in uh, and had zero expectations, mainly negative expectations to be honest. And he came in and and played well above his weight in, in what his role could be uh, on, on most teams. And did he, did he, you know, specifically caused the Blackhawks to lose games most nights, like I think a lot of people uh, expected? No. no. Has he been great? No. But he's he's been, been fine. He's been fine. So sometimes being fine is well above expectation. So credit to Jack Johnson there. He's playing uh, over 20 minutes that. a night. That was something I never would have dreamed no. of. No. At this stage in his career, no, not at all. Uh, Lebowski five bringing up something I was hoping everyone would forget about. He says it's like back in the dynasty years when Jay would interview guys and they'd be off the team two days later. Yeah, that happened a lot. Um, yeah, it's, I, it's like when I buy when I used to buy a jersey of a player. You can guarantee yeah. within six months he wouldn't be on the team anymore. Ben Smith, Antti Ranta, Tanner, Tanner Caro, Ryan Garbutt, Nick Boynton, oh, Ryan uh, Jamal Mayers. See, I blame the Blackhawks for sending you their their bottom well, of the barrel. Players. Those are the people that agree to hang out with me. Uh, sadly enough, uh, yeah. the the one I did not do, you blame Barry Rosner for that one was Tavo. Oh, Tavo at Pequods was quite an event, from what I understand. I was not able to do that one for whatever reason, and uh, now Tavo's gone. So that's Rosner's fault. Take it up with him. Uh, we had somebody earlier in the chat uh, say something about the uh, the interviews. Nice to hear your interviews. Yeah, Thank fate you. versus will. Appreciate that. That's a, a newer tag, a uh, newer username, at least in the chat. Uh, we are going to definitely make more of a conscious effort to try and get you one of those after every practice. Yeah, at least one. Mm-hmm. Uh, go in there, talk to somebody, get a get an exclusive soundbite just for our show. We've got, we've got to use a. A better uh, <laughs> Jay talk to Jack Johnson soon. <laughs> well, uh, they're not going to be in town for a while. You buy a Jack yeah. Johnson jersey. I've, I'll <laughs> talk to him. I've talked to Johnson twice, so I don't have that negative effect. Yeah. So we got to me, me and Jay will go around the room. 
It's like hey, the touch of Kane. Boom. Hey, John, guys are just hey, dropping Jack dead. Johnson. Yeah. yeah. No. So, yeah we're, we're definitely going to try and give you some more of those exclusive locker room interviews. Uh, make a more conscious effort to corner guys in the locker room, pull them to the side, get some, get a couple minutes for every show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they let us in there. We might as well. Yeah. I right. mean, look, you it's got better than uh, getting in the way of the laundry cart. I think we talked more than <laughs> Isaac Phillips did. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. He's still learning. He's yeah. still getting that down. No, but uh, look, he gave good answers. They don't have to be long 20, to be good. What, and he, he said what he yeah. thought. I, I want to play. Playing for me is good. Mm-hmm. Who'd have thunk it? Amazing. Yeah. Well, we want to remind y'all, I got another Green Ridge Farm meat story. Not about me eating the deli paper this time. Oh, good. Uh, I got my mom the uh, Green Ridge Farm honey ham today. Oh, nice. First time we had tried that, and she freaking loved it. She could would not stop commenting about how good it was. This is really tasty. Oh, it's got a really nice flavor. I go, yes, it's Green Ridge Farm. Don't be surprised. That's what it is, mom. It's also a Chicago <laughs> local meat and cheese company, and they offer you and my mom a better all-natural option. They're makers of all-natural deli meats, <laughs> sausages, and their famous meat sticks. Shut up. Perfect for tailgating, happy it's hour, the and of the school night. lunches. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Thank you, Sean. Uh, these all-natural meat sticks are hardwood smoke for eight we hours. all 12. <laughs> 16 grams of protein per stick, oh, and they make a perfect post-workout snack, I guess. Meat sticks come in chicken, black forest beef, and flavors like jalapeno cheddar. And spicy chili. That's my favorite, the spicy chili. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Haven't tried them yet. You said. don't know what you're missing. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Delicious because they're made from recipes generations in the making. And being all natural, they deliver a fresh and flavorful alternative at snack time. You can always find them in the fridge at Costco, Sam's Club, The Jewels, or in your local Chicagoland grocery store. Right now, order any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com and include a pack of meat sticks in your cart. Those meat sticks will be free simply by using the code CHGO at checkout. Green Ridge Farm, simply natural meat. And no Hawks fan 88. I will not grow up. It's gotten it's gotten <laughs> me this far. I'm gonna ride it out and see where it takes me. Perfect. <sighs> hey, if uh, if you haven't noticed, uh, CHGO what? is supported and sponsored by Goose Island Beer Company. Never heard Chicago's of beer since 1988. Uh, I will. Leave the comment I had before the show off yeah. of the uh, off the show here, but uh, CHGO and Goose Island, uh, a match made in Chicago. Goose Island, of course, the beer roster is extensive, as you can see here on our table. The Blackhawks Limited Release Pale Ale, perfect for uh, having a couple to celebrate the Blackhawks uh, winning a few games this season. Perfect for losing a few games this season. Perfect when they get the first overall pick in this draft uh, in the lottery. Perfect for any time. Uh, also have the limited release Bulls City 312. So look at that. Two beers for two uh, CHGO podcasts specifically. Yeah. Gotta love it. Goose Island knew what they were doing. Of course, the they have the Beer Hug IPA series. Uh, the Matilda for you little uh, fancier three one uh, Goose Island fans. 312, the, the staple of Chicago. And uh, the Green Line. That was my uh, beer of choice the night of the 2015 Game 6 Stanley Cup clincher. Uh, Many green lines were had by myself that night. Uh, Goose Island, they just have an extensive beer list. You're going to love it. And uh, what you want to do is go to one of two local locations for Goose Island. They are open and ready to welcome you. Grab a beer right from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room at 1800 West Fulton. 
or get yourself a smash burger and a fresh beer of the week at the original Clybourne Brew House at 1800 North Clybourne. Those 1800 addresses make it easy to find the, the Goose Island uh, locations. For reservations and pickup, go to gooseisland.com slash locations. Again, CHGO and Goose Island Beer Company. We are officially matched up together. Awesome. We swipe right. I love it. Uh, we've got some breaking news here. We've got the all-star fan vote results in. And we failed. And we failed. Uh, uh, Jake McCabe did not make it. We tried. That's Val- okay. A valiant effort by the Blackhawks faithful. It's uh, hard to argue with the guys that did make it. No, that's true. So yeah, your we, central we knew division, it was a long shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, central division representatives are Miko Rantanen and Nathan McKinnon from the Avalanche and Connor Hellebuck from the Jets. Connor Hellebuck's media picture, by the way, is fantastic. Yeah, he look at that is little it him smirk, looking like a... Sassy. Looks like a, like a James Bond villain. Yeah. Either that or a guy that just walked into out of a crowded elevator and crop dusted him. One <laughs> of the two. Maybe that's his uh, evil <laughs> The knowing <skill>. smirk. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy that one, guys. I'm getting off here. Atlantic Division, uh, Austin Matthews, David Maybe. Pasternak, and Andre Vasilevsky. What's going on with Andre Vasilevsky's hair? It's big. He went to the uh, barbershop and said, ruin me. <laughs> All this. Mission success. Say no more. <laughs> uh, Pacific, Bo Horvat, Leon Dreisettle, and Stuart Skinner. That's a hell of a mustache on Mr. Skinner. It is Skinner. a nice mustache. I don't know why he's an all-star, but I guess Edmonton had a lot of votes. Super sure. In, uh, and then uh, the Met is Panarin, uh, Adam Fox, and Ilya Sorokin. So, uh, you know, nice. can't really argue with, with many of those. Yeah, so maybe Art, Stuart Skinner. Yeah, Stuart but, Skinner. Uh, but, you know, that happens when you play in a rabbit fan base. You're yeah. going to get more votes than the other guys. No doubt. Yeah. He's not even the starter there, is he? <laughs> your, I, how how much how bad is that for Jack Campbell that your backup got nominated to the All Star game? They're just showing you how much they hate him. What a, yeah, exactly? Right. Like what a kick in the junk that is. Like you're the starter and your backup gets voted by your fans to yeah. go to the All Star game. That's tough. Yeah. Um, Womp, uh, speaking of All Stars, the Blackhawks lone All Star Seth Jones. Uh, had another assist in this one, and uh, he is what has he got seven points in the last three games? Seven points in his last three. Yeah, uh, he has seven really and three played well and uh, ten in his last six. Yeah, he That's he's good. been good, on on a tear and play. playing really well. There were a couple moments in this game where he got kind of turnstiled a little bit, um, but the first one, which was the frost goal, correct? Yeah, the only mm-hmm. the only goal. goal. Yeah, yeah so yeah, around, right. But he still made the correct. He play made the correct play. The cover, took away the pass, and then Mrazek didn't make the save. I mean, it was a three on one, was it not? Uh, at least a two. Yeah, at least a two. Yeah, yeah. two and, and a half on one. Yeah, but he did get turned yeah. around, but then quickly recovered and got into position to, to defend the play. Uh, and then there was, I think, Konechny got got by him later in the game. Uh, but before the game, Scott Powers asked Luke Richardson uh, what he thought about uh, Jones's recent ascent, and Richardson said, "Quote: He's a dominant player. When the team isn't doing well, and you try to do too much, and you get off your game." I think he's settled back into his. He needs to be skating and moving and not forcing things when they're not there. Over the last few games, Seth's defi- decision-making is really getting back to where everyone is used to seeing Seth Jones playing. Um, also asked if Jake McCabe played a role in how well Jones is playing. Uh, Richardson said, kind of agreed with that and said they love playing with each other. They're both very competitive players. So, yeah, a couple of people in the chat, and we appreciate that, have mentioned how well Seth Jones is playing. You can't ignore it. No, not at all. Over the last, what? 10 games or so i think he's really played his best hockey as a hawk i i i would like to take a chance to look at the you know the the matchups and the and the analytics of 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 it but i think his arrow probably started pointing up when him and mckay were put together and him and jack johnson were split up it's not a surprise that uh 
Seth Jones' all of offensive game all of a sudden started shooting through the roof when he got paired with Jake McCabe. Yeah. Because I don't think he has to worry quite as much defensively mm -hmm. as opposed to with Jack Johnson's there. you got to be ready to cover the ice when Jack Johnson. Right. Because Jack, Jack Johnson, Johnson as it. as much as he is, <laughs> as much as he is the stay-at-home defenseman, he's also very slow. There's a difference between him and Jake McKay right. playing that role. So now he can be a little more aggressive, heading back up the ice, knowing that Jake McCabe's back there, mm -hmm. and he doesn't have to focus all of his attention playing defense, and he can jump in the play a little more, and that's been noticeable. Yeah, for the last few games, and it probably is right around the same time those guys got put together. Um, at least a couple of the games after. And uh, it's been – Seth Jones has been – you know, a lot of people, you know, thought that, you know, oh, Seth Jones, he, he's he's the worst all-star out there. You can't say that right now. <laughs> Stuart Skinner is. <laughs> well, that, that too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's been an all-star since being named an all-star. You can argue if he was – if he deserved that nomination or not. But they had to send somebody, and he's – He's been there. He's been one of their best players all season. They've definitely been their best player over this hot streak. Yeah, yeah, hard to argue that. I think he's getting a limp on Johnson night of all nights. Oh man, Wordle. Yeah, I think that. I fixed it. Hate when that I happens. It. Um, you know, and Jamie says I always wanted to see Jones and McCabe together. It's a combo we needed. A sword and a shield wins the battle like that. Um, oh. But it, look, you have Seth Jones with whoever else on this team, and he is tasked with being the best offensive defenseman and defensive defenseman at the same time. Mm -hmm. That's really tough to do. Yeah. You, you didn't have Duncan Keith out there with a guy with one leg. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's Duncan Keith was able to thrive the way he was because he played with Brent Seabrook most of his career. Right. All of those pairs that the Hawks had during the dynasty complemented each other so well. Right. Johnny Oduya could play a little more offense because Nicholas Jalmerson was back there mm -hmm. shutting things down. Like, yeah, you got to design your pairings. It was almost as if, Luke was doing the, well, Jack's our worst, and Seth is our best, so if we put them together, <laughs> then it's average. average. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't really work that way. No. And no. It's, it's really difficult for uh, – it's, it's, it's been a, a difficult task for Jones, first of all, to come in uh, and live up to the contract, which is pressure on anybody. I don't care if he made seven and a half, eight and a half, nine and a half, whatever it is, it's high pressure to sign that big deal. Uh, then he comes into a really tumultuous situation on the ice with a head coach who can't find, doesn't know his head, his ass from a hole in the ground, uh, and you've got scandal off the ice. Mm -hmm. That's a nightmare. Then the team sucks. Then you get a new coach, and you know, so it's it's tough. He's been in a tough situation since he got here, and I think it's it's very safe to say that Seth Jones has played his best hockey as as a Blackhawk over the last you know two weeks or so. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. he's he's been able to coming to his own and look is he ever going to live up to the nine and a half million dollar contract that he was given by a former general manager unlikely but when you look at what he means to this team he is their number one defenseman and he was paid as as a number one defenseman and as time goes on the cap will change it'll go up hopefully um and and that number will that number will change and i think over time you know that that contract is really going to boat anchor him to this team as much as people want to try and get rid of him I don't know who's taking that on and I don't think the Blackhawks have any interest in buying him out because it's going to have to pay him four and a half million dollars for like be the 20 hockey, years it's going to be the hockey equivalent of Bobby Bonilla yeah exactly so he's going to be here for a while but I think his role will change 
as this team's roster changes. We're not talking about Seth Jones at nine and a half million dollars seven years from now, still being the number one defenseman. That is, if that's the scenario, things have gone horribly wrong. Yeah. And so I think his role will change. And over time, obviously, you know, as, as he gets older, uh, he'll probably run into some some limitations. But I think for what he's doing right now, he, he's been their top defenseman. And 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 there are no defensemen on this team that does what Seth Jones is ap- is capable of doing right. on a nightly basis, uh, offensively and being able to, you know, play. 25, 26, 27 minutes, be on your top power play, be on the penalty kill, and and eat five-on-five the toughest matchups each night. Like, he has to be able to do that. And I think, for the most part, he's he's been tasked with doing that since he's been here. And, and, you know, the the middle part of this season, he's been able to live up to it finally. Yeah, and eventually that $9.5 million won't look as bad because, uh, you know, there was a time when people were like, I can't believe you're paying – Duncan Keith, five point whatever million. He's never going to live up. You know, yeah. the market will change and guys will be getting 12, 11 million a year. So it won't look as yes. bad. Hopefully the salary cap goes up. As you said, his role, he won't be the number one defenseman here in six or seven years. I so hope, I really no, hope, I hope not. Either that, he's having like the greatest, or, yeah, or he's coming off his third, renaissance third straight ever. Norris trophy. Like, yeah, or, yeah. you know, all those, all the, the more likely scenario is that all those defensive draft prospects have busted. God, I don't I see not. that happen either. So God, yeah, it, listen, I don't know if he play, if, if Seth Jones can play the rest of the season, like he's been playing these last couple of weeks, maybe, uh, some of the haters will quiet down. Probably not. There's going to be the same stubborn people that yeah. you know for the end of time and that like to shout into the ether uh, because it's it's cooler to be negative. But you know, very whatever. easy to be negative too. It's exhausting. There's no lazier position than than the negativity. Ether. I I uh, I just here's the thing too. If you hate Seth Jones's contract, get over it. Too effing bad. He's not going yeah. anywhere. The guy who signed it is gone. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's literally no reason to still bitch su- and moan it's about not it. not coming out of your checking account. Right. And it's yeah. not like it's $3 million too much. It's a million to a half million too much. Fine. Fine. It's yeah. really not the end of the world. You know, it, it's, it's I don't know, it just, it, at this point now, you're a year and a half into his, into his tenure as a hawk. Again... The deal's done. The deal is signed. The no movement clause is there. The GM who signed it is gone. Just enjoy that you've got a really good defenseman. Is he perfect? No. He's not perfect. But every player on your team doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Right? It's, the Hawks, when they were winning cups, how many guys on that team were perfect? All of them. Two? Marion Hosa, Patrick Sharp. Did you say Hosa and Keith? Or in their prime, perfect players. Sure. Yeah. No. I, I, in in their prime, I mean, you could even look. There was a time when Jonathan Taze was was being considered as yeah. the generational talent that would surpass Sidney Crosby. So yeah, even Taze in his prime yeah. was like perfect. And that's why that you team. win three Stanley Cups. Yeah. Right. That's what made that team special. You yeah. look at the Maple Leafs; they haven't won in six hundred years. Right, it's difficult to win a cup. Longtime Hawks fans know before 2010, it was 1961, mm-hmm. and they had a lot of teams cup capable 
from 1961 to 2010 that fell short. Yeah. It's not easy to do. And when you get a team that good, that's what happens. But for that to be the expectation for every player on your team that makes a lot of money, it's, it's I don't know, it's, it's tough. It's just, it's the same thing with prospects not being great right away because Kane and Taves were. It's not how it works. Yeah. Uh, got a super time. chat here from one of the parody accounts. I don't know, can't even keep track anymore. Uh, do the Hawks succeed with a fourth or worst pick from this year? So you're saying that they ta- fall out of the top three. Did the Hawks succeed? Yes, I think a number four overall draft pick can do really good things for your franchise. What yeah. Do- Guys, it is not a th- it is not a two-person draft. Yeah. It's j- it's not. We got to get out of this mindset that, oh, my God, if they don't get Bedard or Fantilli, it's over. It's not over. You're still going to get a damn good player. You're going to get either Leo Carlson or Matvey Mitchkoff at four. People are talking about Mitchkoff if he was, in the, if he was Canadian or American – to be number two for sure. Yep. Like, stop. You guys have watched hockey for long enough to know how it works. Of course we want Bedard. Of course we want Fantilli. But if you think the fourth overall pick this year is going to screw the Blackhawks rebuild, I don't know how to help you. They- I don't know why you're wasting your time. Why are you here? Why are you watching games? Why are you a fan of the Blackhawks if you think the fourth overall pick is going to screw your team? That is ridiculous. It's an absurd thought. It's an absurd thought. One of our comments here, uh, Dralix, says uh, Kill McCarr was fourth overall. So oh, he would just ruin the team. Look, this, I don't know how many times we've said it since this summer. Um, this is a very deep draft class. Uh, we've mentioned it this week. Was it yesterday? Talking about how the top four guys in this draft class by all accounts, if they were in other draft classes would be first overall caliber. Uh, Many draft experts, scouts, analysts have made the uh, statement that early second round picks this year, probably our first round talents in other draft years. It's a deep draft. Um, If the Blackhawks get fourth or fifth overall, it doesn't sink the rebuild because it's, they have maybe delays it a little bit. Sure, it's it's it. it Connor Bedard, Adam Fantilli, those are guys that take C, a season off your rebuilding plan. Absolutely, um, but if you get fourth or fifth overall, you also have like you have to look at the big picture, and we've said this a, a number of times, and it's not brand new information the Blackhawks have at least two first round picks this year they have at least two next year they also have what what is it two second round picks this mm-hmm. year and next year yep. like the talent top end talent that they can bring in is is going to be coming and it's going to be coming beyond their first pick in this year's draft and if it's not Connor Bedard it's not a wash and we, t- and we went into last year's draft with zero first-round picks. The hours before the draft started. We came away from night one with three. That, in and of itself, jump-started the rebuilding process. Getting those guys that they didn't have. They walked away from last year's night one of the draft without Lucas Reichel, or with Lucas Reichel no longer being your top prospect. That was not expected. Yeah. 
going into that going into that day. So the 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 rebuild is is more than their first pick this year. It's more than Connor Bedard. It is the right. replenishing of the prospect system that was decimated uh, and 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 bare before Kyle Davidson started to to maneuver to 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 replenish it. And if you get fourth or fifth overall, you are still getting a very good player, very good player that probably is on your NHL roster within three seasons. Here's here's two points on this. It just seems that we keep going. I'm so mad that we're talking about this after they they won a game. Like, like, I can't do this after every Hawks win. It's insane. But anywho, here's two things. The Hall of Fame is full of guys picked lower than third overall. Do you want me to give you some of the terrible number four overall picks? Steve Iserman, Ron Francis, Paul Correa, Roberto Luongo, Nicholas Backstrom. All bad. There's All four bad. quick ones. Jeremy Roenick was, what, eighth overall? I think yep. Svechnikov was a fourth overall, I think, too. Or no, he might have been third. Whatever. Jonathan Taves was third overall. Taves was third overall. Mar- where was Marion Hosa drafted? Uh, eight, eighth eighth overall? Uh, yeah. Was he, eight, he was a mid-first yeah. rounder. So, Duncan like, Keith was 54th overall. Like, the Hall mm-hmm. of Fame is full of guys drafted outside the top three. Hosa was 12th. And 12th. here's something else to, to think of as we head into this draft, you know, even if they don't get a top three pick, guess what? They're still going to get a top three pick. There's no way this team is is not finishing with the lowest points. I just don't see that happening. So even if they don't get a top three pick, for once in a long, long time, this team has like a legit draft room, a legit draft yeah. war room full of smart scouts and a general manager that listens to the consensus of what his scouting department wants, not a general manager that says, I know more than you. Hmm. I'm going to draft whoever I want and literally go against what his scouts are telling me. We know for a fact that has happened more than once. So if this was the last guy and the Hawks got the fourth pick, I'd be a little more concerned Hmm. that he's going to do what he does. But it's not. It's got a general manager that works with a team. So... The the eggs aren't all in the Connor Bedard basket. Relax. It's f- fucking January 19th. Relax. <laughs> Thank you. Can we at least get to the draft lottery before we all shit our pants every night? Well, relax. I'm sorry, but that's too late. Well, mm. I had an accident. That's too much, too much, <laughs> too much pale ale for you. Somebody probably. asked how old we were in 1996, like we're kids. I was 19, so <laughs> yeah, just well. everybody, shut up, c- cool it. <laughs> yeah, and you cool it with the poop in your pants over there. <laughs> I can't help it anymore. I'm old. All right, we should get to our three stars of the game and assign our king of the game. So let's do the three stars first, shall we? Sure. Who the hell did I pick? <laughs> I kind of forgot too. <laughs> All right, three stars of the game. Uh, for the Philadelphia Pudwax, Morgan Frost was your number three star of the game. Number two star, number 52 on your program, number one in your hearts, future captain Reese Johnson, a goal plus one, 11 16 of ice time, two shots on goal, and four hits. And your number one star of the game, Peter Mrazek, who stopped 37 of 38 Philadelphia Flyer shots. Now, it's very. Uh, I never know how to define irony, but I think 
This is correct. Irony on the night where I'm pissed at Isaac Phillips was scratched. My four star of the game is Caleb Jones, <laughs> who uh, saved two goals Full circle. on one play. 1839 of ice time. He had three shots on goal, three more shot attempts, three hits, uh, and two block shots. A really strong game for number 82. Again, it's nothing against Caleb Jones. It's just I want to see the kids play. Um, so there you go. Caleb Jones gets my four star of the game. Well, tonight is all about the Johnsons and the Joneses. I'm going to go with Seth Jones. We already talked about him quite a bit. So you guys saved me from going through a whole spiel here. But had the assist uh, on the opening goal, or was that the second? Yeah, the opening goal. Opening goal. Uh, he got the puck quickly from Jake McCabe, shot it. Jonathan Taze was there to redirect it. Seth Jones has been telling us for a while that he wants to be more aggressive shooting the puck. We're finally seeing that on a consistent basis. Things Still happen. led the team in ice time with tw- over 22 minutes. Two shots, four shot attempts, four hits, three uh, block shots, and a takeaway. So that's your number one defenseman playing like a number one defenseman. I, I wonder who Mario is going to pick. <laughs> well... <laughs> You know, <laughs> didn't have to Look, change the graphic. We 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 tried valiantly yeah, we to did. get to get this man into the All Star game, but it, it it was uh it was not to be. Uh, but great game tonight from Seth Jones's uh, defensive partner Jake McCabe. Two assists on the night. Uh, was a plus one. Two shots on goal. One hit. Three blocks. Twenty one and a half minutes of ice time. Uh. We've we've said uh, we've said a lot about Jake McCabe this season. Um, I think this was another night where, yeah, was he perfect? No, um, but I, I think there were there were times where you know the the, the physicality uh, stood out. When Jake McCabe has a two point night, like that's a good night for him. Like he is not an offensive dynamo whatsoever. Yeah, so just don't tell him that. He'll yell no, I, I won't. I will. Mark. I will praise his slap shot as much as possible. <laughs> Did we tell him how Lazarus asked us, asked us at practice if we were really scared of Jake McCabe? Uh, yeah. Did he? Said, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I, I said, uh, let me rephrase that. I'm more scared of pissing him off than scared of him as a dude. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I've seen him take his kids out trick-or-treating. I know he's a big softy, but I don't want to piss him off. No. Ever. I remember we were asking him about the uh, Oilers game. And like, you want to put your shirt on before we film you? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, good game from Cape tonight. Um, his, uh, his, his vacation over the NHL All-Star game is safe. Whatever, All right. Whatever it is, probably something. Now it's time for our uh, DraftKings King O the Game. And you guessed it. When it happens, you got to give it to him. Reese Johnson with a goal, his third of the season, two shots on goal, and 11-16 of ice time. Congratulations his, his to His goal stood up as Reece the game-winning goal. Game-winner. Yep. Yeah. That's how he got in this slot. Has, has he been named our favorite Johnson? How's the poll going? Yeah, how's the yeah, how's Johnson, Johnson poll going? Uh, update me on our Johnsons. Right, Tyler is the overwhelming winner here. He's got 53% of the vote. Mm. Reese in second with 29%, and Jack in third mm. with 18 yeah, you know Tyler Johnson, a gold tonight. He's, yeah. he's a I fine, like that fine player. Too. Tough angle, little flip shot. Yeah, nice. off a rebound. Nice. I like him. You know, digging into it, he's been a lot more effective. This could be a really nice, like, off-day off topic. It kind of unsung guys, because we've been talking about it for a couple of days now. Taylor Radish is quietly having a really nice year. Yeah. And I feel like we never talk about him. We should get into that. <laughs> yeah. We should yeah. mention him at some point. He's He's... he's what is he still? He's still second on the team in goals, correct? Yeah, yep. yeah. He is. He is having Tied himself 
a uh, a pretty career year, pretty darn good season. Well, when your career is what twenty games before getting here to Chicago, it's uh, it's good to have a career. Year. Yeah. Hey, uh, quit being jags with each other in the chat. Yeah. Or you're all getting muted. Yeah. I'm done. All right, uh, the NFL playoff action continues this weekend. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57, and for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg. You add up to 100%. Cannot wait to lay some money down this weekend. I've been on a cold streak hockey-wise, so I need to turn it on to football, and uh, hopefully my luck improves. <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code CHGO. New customers, bet 5 bucks on the NFL Divisional Round and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. It's going to be a good uh, good weekend of of football action there but, uh, if you're uh if you're going to be in the chicagoland area and you're going to get ready for the football by tailgating i my hat's off to you it's going to be chilly but if it's if you're uh brave in the cold weather or if you're maybe doing it doing it in your in your garage or your driveway where there's able to be a heater wherever you're doing it make sure you're doing it with a set of shy town custom cornhole cornhole boards Chi-Town Custom Cornhole, the number one cornhole provider for the Chicagoland and Illinois areas since 2007. Their signature box-style designs can be digitally printed, covered in vinyl, and painted to your liking. The boards come with built-in drink holders, which everybody loves, especially us now that we are partnered with Goose Island. Perfect to hold those 312s. And, uh, of course... The LED lights around the hole so that you can see the cornhole at night and play into the wee hours of the morning. And the exterior handles on the boards because you need those handles to carry them. They are heavy, duty, sturdy, wood, handcrafted cornhole boards just the way you like them. Not nice. flimsy, not store-bought. Strong These are, grip while cornholing. You, that's exactly what you need. Uh, Chi-Town Custom Cornhole, they have, they've been thinking of everything. They are veteran-owned and operated, which you got to love. And uh, they can ship anywhere and offer local pickups. So if you want to ship them to your cornhole friend across the country, you can do that. Or if you want to drive down the street and go pick them up, you can do that as well. They specialize in corporate designs for your company's next marketing event or social event. They make great wedding gifts, gifts for all occasions, birthdays, uh, winning the first overall pick in the draft lottery. Get yourself a cornhole board. Uh, especially for the tailgaters and backyard barbecuers in your life. Uh, so go check them out, chitowncornhole.com. Make sure you follow them on, them on Instagram, at Chi-Town Custom Cornhole Boards, and you can see all of their great designs and fabulous work, and get yourself a set. I hate you. Why? I didn't do anything. <laughs> I, almost, I almost made it through the whole thing. There's, and then you, you gave the, me that look, and then you, you had are the, the two oldest people here in this studio. And, and you had to overemphasize <laughs> the word duty, and that was it. I, was, I lost it. Uh, uh, well, you know, there were a lot of jokes I didn't make, and I think I deserve credit for those. <laughs> yeah, all right. Anywho, let's try uh, and get through this read here. We send a set to a certain flyer. Uh, <laughs> sure. That's against his religion. Um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this has uh, been a great 24 hour period of Goose Island sponsoring us. 
Oh, <laughs> we're even now, pal. Anywho, we figured out the other night that there are only six home games left before the trade deadline. And uh, that means there could only be six games left, possibly, or maybe fewer, to see Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves play in a Blackhawks uniform. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get out to a Hawks game this year, use the Game Time website to get your tickets, except for that February 10th game. Head over to allchgo.com and buy your tickets through us and hang out with us yes. at the CHGO Takeover. But those other five games, use Game Time. It's the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could, like the 50-yard line courtside mm. behind home plate? Mm-hmm. You want front row tickets to your favorite concert? Well, it's yes. possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. Uh, my advice to you, if you're ever going to use Game Time first, click the description in the YouTube page right here. Scroll down, you'll see that big white thumb. Hit that first, and then you'll see the link to Game Time. It's also found in the podcast descriptions wherever you listen to this lovely childish show every night. Um, Click on that link. That helps us out here at CHGO. My advice to you is pick the game you want to go to, drive to the United Center. When you get to the parking lot, that's when you hop on Game Time and buy your tickets. You'll get the best deal the longer you wait and you won't find a better deal on Blackhawks tickets this season if you do let the folks at game time know and they will match it join over 15 million people who have used game time and score the best seats for all your favorite events all right update on our Johnsons uh leading the pack Tyler with 54 Reese with 28 Jack with 19 I think I'm ready to call it Tyler is the biggest Johnson on our poll so congratulations to him and Mrs. Uh, Johnson. Good yeah, job, and we've got uh, <laughs> we've got. Uh, I, I'm done. All right, we got to uh, remind you one more time: the takeover, February 10th. Tickets available now. Mm-hmm. It has been tweeted from the CHGO Blackhawks account. So go to CHGO underscore Blackhawks for all the links and everything you need. They got the diehard link. They've got the general link, or we call them normies. If you're not a if you're not a diehard, jump in, get your tickets today. All right. They are limited and we don't want you guys to miss out jump on it quickly you're going to get the free new chgo hockey design that's on your screen right now you get a game ticket you get a free drink and you get to hang out with us at the goose island bar at the united center we can make more johnson jokes in person yeah absolutely worth the price of admission right there (laughs) it's going to be a wonderful wonderful time and right now we got 56 likes Nice. Let's get to 60 so we get an extra tank standing spin. Can we take we a up. take a moment to just bask in the glory of that design on the new CHGO Blackhawks? I already uh, ordered I, t-shirt and crew neck. I got my wife's game ticket and then I went on chgolocker.com and ordered myself the crew. Nice. The crew sweatshirt of that thing. It is sweet. I, like I it. love it. That uh, that follows the uh, style of the throwbacks that we have for our CHGO Bears and CHGO Bulls accounts, yeah, get our uh, podcasts, and yeah, get get all three of them. Get the throwback collection. Lunch, Johnson, that is uh, absolutely. You can get all your Johnsons covered, and yeah, just a great, great Don't looking design. Shout out to our uh, our our design crew out in Denver. Uh, they did a great job, and I know that we have uh, we have we have sent them many many ideas, and this was one that. Uh, uh, that they agreed was a good one, and I think we are going to see uh, see a lot of those around the United Center, especially on February 10th. Yes. 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 What were you guys saying? 
Tank standings. Ah, yeah, yes, yeah, the tank things. standings, That's, of course. Things, yes. Let's do it so yeah. we can end on a happy note. We have Trevor Van Riemsdyk an, uh, amount of likes right now, 57. All right, so just one spin so far. Uh, leading the tank standings, your Columbus Blue Jackets with 28 points in 45 games. The Hawks with 30 and 43. Anaheim, who won? tonight correct yes they, they beat did columbus they beat anaheim columbus. beat columbus that uh, game was supposed to go to overtime yeah jerks. what the hell yeah. listen uh 31 points in 46 games for the ducks 33 and 44 for the arizona coyotes and 37 points in 46 games for the sharks who have hey. great uniforms but are not a great hockey and team the blackhawks have played the fewest games out of all those teams and will be even fewer with the bye week coming up so keep that in mind too that's mm-hmm. correct all right let's get to our draft lottery simulator uh, from our friends at Tankathon. Tankathon goes I'm by point percentage per game, so that is why Chicago is now third. Yes. Spin that wheel. That's all right. Maybe we'll get number one. Hey, hey we two. went up. Columbus. Oh, sure. Columbus gets the number one pick when they're number one. Screw you, oh, Tankathon. Yep. Yeah, I'm well, telling you, Adam this Fantilli. is all based on. All right. Not so bad. Get those Adam Fantilli Wait a minute. Jerseys. We're not going to get two more likes to spin it two more times? Wait, 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 wait. What? Did, did Nashville win it? Because they only moved up to four. Oh, no, no, no. Never mind. What? Because it says number one overall, 0%. So I thought it. I thought maybe oh, they okay. won it, and that's as far as they could go. Oh. But no, they only went up nine spots. We just got number 60. All right, fine. All right, here Let's we go. go. Okay. Let's get a happy ending on Johnson. Night. Oh, oh, that's the boo. worst. Fifth. That's, that's a bad one. That's All a right. Bad well, Philadelphia with their night ruined. Uh, yeah. All right, well. We're off tomorrow. The Johnsons will be resting and getting ready for this weekend's games. Yes. Uh, so we're back Saturday and Sunday night post game. So make sure you join us. Uh, hey, crack open a nice Goose Island. Celebrate the win. Uh, we're really ha- happy to have them on board. It's been a long time coming and uh, just thrilled. Absolutely thrilled to have them as partners with us full time. Honk, honk. And really looking forward to hanging out at that bar some more because that was. Oh, wrong Hello. That worked. Just combine them. There it is. There's beautiful. Ah. All right. Love it. And, of course, yeah. lchgo.com to get your tickets to our takeover. We'll talk to you Saturday night after the Hawks play. Who are they playing? The Blues. They oh, play the beloved blues. blues. Another game I wouldn't be upset if they won. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, let's lose again. All right. We'll talk to you Saturday night on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.